0: If I get excited.
1: Okay. So how's L.A.? L.A. was
0: freaking good. Okay, maybe not like that. My new Podcast. Take one.
1: Hi. Hi. So I'm so excited to have this special person here. If you guys are watching the videos, you guys can see... But hi, welcome back to Finding Yourself podcast. I'm Abby and I'm with a very special guest today. Hi, guys. It's Daphne. <laughs> yeah. So, honestly, she's one of my favorite people because you're like my close friends' influencer. <laughs> and I'm here for it because. I'm a close friends' influencer. <laughs> if you are my close friends, you're influenced. <laughs> because, and just not even like her TikTok, it's just like her close friends because her stories. <laughs> she's just a story. She, 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 she's just a storyteller. And honestly, you know, you just have a lot to say. You I know? have
0: a lot to say. Um, I've learned, though, that, you know, sometimes you don't have to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so maybe,
1: like, we shouldn't say much. But just a little disclaimer, I know that many people are probably watching and they're probably like, oh, I'm here for the tea. This is not a tea channel. Trust me, like, my channel, I, like, I was like, this not a tea channel. We're not here to spill tea. We're not here to call out. Call out anybody. We're not here to talk to anything but if you guys are seeing the title of this video we are going to be talking about church hurt so that is just a very crazy topic it is because it is a lot like, I don't know. Like, a lot of people deal with it, but I feel like a lot of people don't, don't talk, talk about, about it. it. It's almost, like, taboo, right? It really is. You know, like, I I know, like, one of my... I keep ref- referencing this episode that I did, but, like, breakups were taboo, but also, like, church hurt is taboo. Like, I yeah. feel like... I feel like a lot of people, like, have left their church. Like, like, I guess, like, my thing is that I didn't leave on bad terms. Like, that's not... Like, I'm not, like, talking about that. I'm just talking about things in general. Right. You know, like, everything here is kind of general. So, like, I guess, like, what not like what is church hurt but i guess for someone that doesn't really know like what would you kind of think about so
0: itself? for a really long time i struggled with understanding church hurt um i saw a lot of people go through it and i kind of used to like make fun of them in a way and be like "Oh, like get over it like get over it. you're here for god you're here for god until you personally experience it you're like oh mm. okay so to me technically it really is something that You kind of put expectations on people instead of expectations on God. And once you put expectations on people, people are going to fail you. You know, the Bible says it, we all fall short of the glory of God. And from that expectation you put on someone and they fail you is where church hurt comes from, Mm -hmm. because now you're like, well, mm, I thought you were like Jesus, but you did this to me. And then now you take it up on Jesus, but it wasn't Jesus that hurt you. So that's technically how I see church hurt. I feel like. You just have to keep your eyes rooted on God. God is the only one that's not going to hurt you. God's the only one that's not going to fail you. He's the only one that's going to understand you. Um, And that's just the way I feel about it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. How do you feel about it?
1: Um, I think it's a journey because, like, even personally myself, like, you know, after everything, I've dealt with, like, some... repercussions mm. of like healing you know per se because like I've lived in California maybe for like two months now and in those two months it's just been healing like not mm. just like with church stuff but in general you know and it's kind of like I didn't real because the two emotions that I held on to were like my breakup and moving to LA like those were the two emotions that I was holding on to and then when I moved I realized there was like certain things where I would see like in my other church like things would be like this and then I was like oh, wow, like I've never experienced like this. It's yeah. different, you know, different. and I didn't realize there was like certain things that I was still hurt from mm-hmm. and like different emotions that came out that I was like, oh, wow. So like church hurt for, church hurt for me. It's kind of just realizing like things that like, you've gone through yeah. and like how to get over it. And like when you see, because like sometimes you're in a situation for so long that you don't realize like, environments and things like that and then when you move somewhere else or whatever, like you see things differently and you're like, hmm, like that's that's brand information. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I guess I would just want to get into it. Like, I know that you've been through a situation and we're not gonna like talk details about that because, you know, (laughs) she's like, no, I'm shy. Okay. You're like, I don't want to get cancelled so much. Thank you for watching. (laughs) But I do want to talk about like how you felt through like every season, if that makes sense. Mm. So how how did you get over it or like how because it's been like what a year and a half a like, year I like almost a year made a year
0: yeah that's um literally the 28th
1: I made wow a year. so like obviously like like i keep saying like no details but how were you like emotionally like dealing with it like you know in the aspect of like i guess like in the sense of like what happened yeah. like what were you feeling and yeah, then yeah. like six month mark and then a year mark like what are the what are the things you did to help
0: you get over it yeah so i think i went through every single emotion um like literally every single one um i remember the day that had happened walking out and just being really mad just really mad because i was like oh i didn't stand up for myself and i should have and then i just got really sad because then i started thinking like man i love people and like i love these people yeah and they didn't Love me back. It's kind of what it felt like. And then I just went through this spiraling thing. Like, I genuinely went through PTSD. Really? Yeah. In what sense, though? It would just replay in my head over and over. The situation? The whole conversation. Oh. It would just replay in my head. And I would stay up till, like, four in the morning just sobbing because this would replay in my head. And, like, the words they spoke over me would just replay, replay. So the point where I would believe it, like I sat there and I was like, well, daf, like you are the problem. And, you know, sometimes you are. Sometimes you are the problem and that's OK. But it was just really toxic for me to speak over myself like that because I really genuinely started to believe it. I kind of lost myself and I kind of started to feel like I had been robbed like I was like okay they took my calling with them they took my purpose with them they took my gifts with them and that was such a liar like he gets you in such a vulnerable state Yeah. that in that moment I really was like I have nothing Mm -hmm. I have nothing I have no one like that's it I'm nobody and
1: how's that like realizing that (sighs) Because I know, like, when I moved to California, I'm not, like, this big, fancy producer. I'm not, like, this person. (laughs) church boss. (laughs) Church boss, whatever. I'm just Abby. And it's, like, I don't have this big team. I don't have, like, all this stuff. And I moved to California, and it kind of slapped me being, like who am I you know I went through that identity crisis of Mm -hmm. like how am I going to find myself again and then God was speaking to me and he's like your dream four years ago before you started working here is now going to come to pass so focus on that and I was Mm -hmm. like okay so like that happened for me but what about you
0: for me, I kind of had to have a reality check. And this was fast forward, like, to maybe four or five months ago. Because in those, like, few months, you were just like, Yeah, crying, you know, like, just crying, crying. sobbing. And, the- and kind of dealing with emotions, right? Yeah, which, let me add, when you are hurt in that situation, you need to be very careful who you vent to yeah. about that hurt. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to hear what you want to hear in your hurt. And it's going to make you worse. Like, it depends who you talk to because there's some yes. people that are going to be like, oh,
1: poor you. Yeah, poor you. They did do you dirty. Yeah, you know? oh, they suck. And they then, suck. And <laughs> then other people being like, but mm, sweetie... But be for real with yourself. Are you, are you the problem? Are you? Nah, I'm the problem. It's I mean, me. girly. <laughs> <laughs> are you the problem? I'm are the problem. you the problem?
0: And one of my favorite things, um, my best friend Veronica, she literally was my rock in this. Like mm-hmm. she was like, dude, snap out of it. Like, you know who you are. You know what you carry. Get out of it. Yeah. Get out of it. And I love her so much. And because, you need those real people to just yes. be like very real with her. And you. I love her so much because even though she checked me. She still loved on me. Of course. And she was so patient with me. And I love that because yeah. I think that you can't rush people in through their process. Like you can't mm-hmm. rush healing yourself. It takes time. Mm-hmm. So I took the decision to step back and I was like, I need to go back to being Daphne. Like mm-hmm. I was so caught up in rooted identity that I was this person that serves all the time. And I. To the point where I think you've even heard me say that I'm like, oh, serving keeps me. Yeah. But that shouldn't be what keeps me. Mm-hmm. My relationship with God should be what keeps me. Yeah. So the fact that, you know, you get sat down and you can't serve. I was like, oh, that's it. I'm nobody. And that was like a big reality check for me. Because mm-hmm. even without serving, I am somebody. Because, I love like, serving. Because it was like, what was your God? Like was exactly. serving your God or like is God your God? So I kind of had to check myself and I was like, okay, so was I in church because I truly love God or was I in church because I wanted to be seen? Mm. So I had a really big reality check with myself and I had to be like, God, I'm sorry, you know, and truly repent because my heart shifted from my relationship to God, with God to serving his people. Mm-hmm. And although that's a great thing, it's not the main thing. Yeah. So that's where my identity crisis came from. Like I was like, OK, now I'm not serving. Like, who the hell am I? <laughs>
1: And in, the, in those moments, like, I know that you mentioned to me in private that you, like, went to the presence of God. But what is it that, like, finding your identity again, what were the
0: things that you had to do? Well, I never stopped going to House of Peace. We love Hop. We love Hop. We love I House. am a Hop advocate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I never stopped going to House of Peace. And I actually went to Veronica's House of Peace and her husband, Marlon's. Um, they were the only people who actually left the doors open for me. Um, they were my mentors for, like, six years and literally, when everything was going down, they were like, come home. Like, just come home. And it was the most beautiful experience ever. Because it was probably the most painful thing I've gone through. And I've gone through some tough breakups. But it was probably the most painful thing I've gone through. And looking back now, I would go through it again. Well, I would. Because it really matured me it it made me look back and be like okay I'm the problem but people are also the problem and I wanted it to be such a beautiful healing process that I was like okay I'm gonna become who I need I'm gonna become who God has called me to be and it's the person who makes sure this doesn't ever happen again yeah like and that was just my goal and Going to hop and going back to my relationship with God and, you know, having um my old mentors um pray for me and truly minister to me and heal me and man, even just hug me yeah. and just remind me that no matter what, God was there. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And. That's what helped me a lot. Like, just having a really good support system. But a support system that still called me out of my crap. You mm-hmm. know. Like, a good community. Yeah. She was still like, mm, yeah, get over it. Let's go. Let's keep moving. We keep going. And she was like, "Like this isn't... I give up. No more God. And she was like, no. We keep moving.
1: Yeah, because it's hard. Because sometimes <laughs> when you get low, like, your lowest point, all you want to do is give up. Yeah. Like, I remember when I was going through my tough season, that, like, you know, breakup. Like, I was... I want to give up i don't want to be here anymore i don't want to do this but i just kept doing it and then all of a sudden it's kind of like no like you're here for god not for mm. man you know and i think when you realize that you're like man i'm really here for god and i yeah. think that's beautiful that you've had like leadership and you had people really comfort you yeah you know what was that hard like because you said it was only like a few people. it was really hard mm-hmm.
0: um I Like did you feel isolated? I felt really isolated. I felt like all my dirty laundry had been like just thrown out. And um it it kind of it kind of felt a little I guess the word I'm looking for is like I felt really betrayed. Yeah, of course. Like just really like backstabbed and I went through this whole thing where I was like, I never even experienced pain like this in the world. Why am I experiencing it in church? And I learned that, you know, church is for hurt people. You go to God because you're imperfect, you're hurt, you're broken. And that's kind of where my forgiveness came from because I was like, oh, you hurt me because you're hurt. I get it. You hurt me because you didn't know. And like, it just came from that from just, bro, we're people. And we're going to hurt each other, unfortunately. Like, we're going to fail each other. And, like, that's where my forgiveness came from. Like, just a big big reality check of, dude, they're not God. Yeah. (laughs) Title means nothing, you know. Pastora so-and-so is still so-and-so without the title. Like, she's a person or he's a person, you know. And I just had to really, like, put these people off the pedestal I had them on. And be like, okay, they're human beings just like me. They went through a process just like me. Came from the world just like me. And like, although what they did is not okay, I had a big check of like maybe they didn't know better. Mm. And that's okay because now I do. Mm -hmm. And I can be better. Yeah. You know? And how is that like forgiveness process? Ugh, tough. It was so tough. <laughs> I didn't want to, and, and it's so funny.
1: Like I literally think of your Instagram bio. You're like healing out loud and like save not soft. That I'm
0: like, <laughs> so I'm just like, girl. <laughs> um, that's so funny. Um, because I I do the healing out loud because I like to talk about things that nobody likes. No, to talk of course, about. You know, yeah, this. facts. Um, and then I have save not soft because I like to believe that God made me who I am for a reason. And my personality is the way that it is for a reason. Mm -hmm. And although I had a lot of maturing to do, I didn't lose myself in the process. Like people told me that I would or like I had to. And I didn't. And I love that. I love that I could still be me because this is who God made me to be. And I love that it keeps me real and it still keeps me relatable. Yeah. I think
1: that's my favorite thing about you that you're just so real and raw. And relatable, like I, like I do my makeup and I just have you there. You're like,
0: did you know that? I was like, oh, go off, sis You know that I, I've I've had to bite my tongue a couple of times. I've stopped. i I've, yeah, I've, yeah, I've yeah, definitely yeah. have stopped because wisdom, um, wisdom, wisdom, correct. Before I didn't care. I was and yeah. now I'm like okay. You're but this goes back wants. to my PTSD. Yeah. Um, I've definitely had a really hard time trusting people again. Mm-hmm. I haven't been back, so it's just a little, it's it's hard. Yeah. It's hard because now I feel like everybody's out to get me. <laughs> mm. I constantly feel like um, people have this image that, you know, these people created of me. Yeah. And I just, I haven't grasped how am I gonna prove them wrong mm. yet, you know? Um, I don't feel like I owe anybody anything, mm. but... I do feel like I owe it to myself to be me and, you know, clean up a mess that I didn't create, but just clean it up in the sense of like, I want to be able to be the leader that God has fully called me to be. Yeah. And for that, you know, I need to you know put on my big girl pants and take accountability for certain things. And then, you know, just be like, okay, this is what I need to fix and I'm going to fix it. Just know that. But it's definitely been a really hard, like, trusting thing because I just, I don't know. It kind of sucked, you know? Yeah. And my biggest thing right now is forgiving. Like, I... Have gone through my forgiveness, you know, where you go to God and you're like, God, I forgive them. You know, they didn't know. What? And then the next day, like a picture pops up and I'm like, ugh. No we know <laughs> <either. laughs> Why are they like this? I'm like, PTSD, PTSD. <laughs> triggered. Yeah, literally triggered. And then I have to go back and forgive again. Mm. And then um, I did a so, well, I did two Zozo sessions. We love Zozo. We love Zozo sessions. And... She was like, hey, babe, you have a long way to go. And I was like, yeah, I know. And Mm. those sessions, though, really were what checked me. Yeah. Those sessions were definitely where I was like, okay, wait. For those that don't know about Sozo, Mm. can you explain it a little bit? So Sozo is this program made by Bethel, which basically is a wonderful, beautiful place as a psychology major where they bring anything psychological emotional trauma into one with god and i love that yeah because that is my goal um they talk about mental health, which I feel like in church, we don't talk
1: about yeah. enough. Yeah. I feel like I feel like we're starting to a little yeah. bit
0: more. Like, we're,
1: we've been more open about it, but it wasn't as intense yeah. as it was before.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. If you could do one little session with them, I highly recommend. For me,
1: it's the best $100 I've ever I'd spent. Th- I best. was like, the best. I, I did two already, and I did one the day after the breakup, and then I did one before California because I had, like, a lot of cloudiness, mm-hmm. and Legit, like e- every moment, someone once told me that they were like, it's like a date with God. Yeah, like you literally go oh, there, and, you know, and like we can hear God and we mm. know God and He's just here. Like it says in two three gathered in His name, yeah. and we're literally talking like this. And she's like, "Where was God in that moment?" And I was like, "Oh my God!" Yeah, it's like, what is God doing in this moment? I was like, "You ah! just start falling." And then <laughs> over like, my zoom. Eyes, like, yeah, my <laughs> guys, this is over Zoom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> literally over Zoom. I'm here crying I'm like. Ah
0: and god is
1: there which is crazy and it's so strong and sometimes like i think like we change the mentality of like of course like we we, i believe in deliverance i believe in like the supernatural supernatural. like i believe like demons et etc like get that out right but there's some there's like such a beautiful thing about inner healing Yeah, like that inner healing Mm -hmm. like the things that people don't talk about yeah like there was just like certain you just things. Like hide all the yeah. Time. Like, because we hide things under a rug. Like, we mm. literally hide things. Like, myself, I just hid like a bunch of things. And I didn't even realize, but like, my parents' divorce was still mm. something that triggered yeah. me. And it was, it, it lingered on to something that i was dealing with that yeah. i brought up in the sozo and i was like whoa yeah that's i wish like- this was
0: a thing during my breakup yeah <laughs>
1: i know honestly
0: like it
1: had it helped me out so much but honestly i'm really glad that you did sozo and then continue
0: yeah so i did you know my Sozo sessions and got called out a lot and i was like dang and they do it so, like, nicely, too. So She was so, <laughs> the most respectful woman I've ever... She was just like, hey, God loves you so much. And I'm there crying, crying, crying in the presence of God. And she was like, but? And I was like, mm. And although it hurt to, you know, be called out and, like, Especially finally, with
1: someone that you don't know. Yeah,
0: I was like... She was absolutely great. And... You know, she was the first person that was like, "Hey, like, I'm have repeat after me and say like, I forgive so and so and so." Mm. And literally, I was like, "I will close this laptop right now," and I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I didn't yeah. want to. And she had to remind me, you know, that forgiveness is for you. It's not for anybody else. Oh, good. It's for you. It's for your own sanity, really. Like, and it's an everyday thing. And I feel like a lot of people forget that. Like, we're just like, oh, well, I forgive them. We move on. And no, you know, um, it's something that I have had to work on for the past, like, six months where I'm, like, constantly forgiving these people. But I'm getting better at it. Like, I'm finally like, uh, I don't feel that much anymore. Like, I'm okay. Like, oh, wow. And, like, to the point, you know, where I, like, have a set date where I'm like, I'm going to go back. <laughs> um, But it was tough. Like, at the beginning, I did try to go back and, like, I would pass by and, like, have like really bad PTSD and they mm. like leave. So churcher is definitely a thing that happens and I think it happens more times than it should. Yeah. Um but it's okay. We're learning, we're getting better, we're growing. Um What have you learned mm. from it? She's like there's a list. <laughs> <laughs> there's literally a list. Um but I've learned that my The way that God sees me, my value, my purpose does not come from people. Um, That what God says, no man can take away. Like if God said it, God appointed it, God declared it, it's done. Like, and I've learned that not everybody's for you and that's okay. I've learned that you don't have to be besties with everybody in the church you're okay. You go, hear your little preaching, pray, have a relationship with God. You could go home. (laughs) Like, you don't have to sit there and be, like, friends with everybody. And I think that was, like, a big thing for me. Like Mm -hmm. I wanted everybody to like me. I wanted to be friends with everybody. I wanted, you know, and I'm not there anymore. Like, I'm like, okay, what's for me is for me. What's not, it's not, and that's okay. I've also learned to be quiet. I've (laughs) learned that there is such beauty in your quietness with God. I've learned that there is such beauty in, you know, keeping your mouth closed for certain things and just being like, mm, okay. I've also learned that even though you may not partake in a really bad conversation, if you lend your ear, it's just as bad. So mm-hmm. just leave, just leave. Um, and yeah, like the the there's a lot of things I've learned. You know, I've learned how to forgive people for being people. I've learned that we're all just a whole bunch of broken people in one place. And we're all learning and, you know, we're growing together and it's a whole new generation that we're just learning new things Mm -hmm. and we're just trying to grasp it. And our walk with God is the hardest walk because if it wasn't, everybody would be doing it Mm -hmm. and they're not. So that should tell you more than enough that it is a really hard walk, but it's a beautiful one. It's so worth it. And like I said earlier, man, like if what I went through would make me who I am today, I'd go through it again. Like I'd pick it over and over and over and over again because I'm in the best place I think I've been as a person spiritually and as a friend. I was a really bad friend and had to, you know, be like, dang i'm surrounded by all these amazing people and i'm not that great like you know i have an attitude problem and i have a stank face problem and you know had to really check myself and there were all things that they were being called out and in the moment you know you just hear the bad and you're like oh, no way there's no way that's me but it is and that's okay and i've also learned that it is okay to not be okay yep it is okay to you know still struggle with things. Like we gotta give ourselves more grace. Like, oh my God, this walk is so hard and it's also so judgmental. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to be where Fulanita is. Like, oh Fulanita's only been in church a year and she's already a deacon. Like it's okay. Your process is yours. Like take your time, love on God. Do what God calls you to do because man, it's so freaking beautiful. Like mm-hmm. I've I've really learned to just take my time. Like, I was like, man, I've been in this church for 23 years and, like, no title. Mm. And had to, you know, really be like, yo, it's okay. Because if I look back to who I was when I was 16, 18, man, there's growth there. Yeah. And, like, I had to really give myself grace. And, and be you've, like,
1: been through, you've been through a lot. Oh, my God. I've been through a lot. And <laughs> the fact that, like, I was just sitting here and listening to you. And I'm like, I'm so proud of you, you know, oh. because... I know you, I n- knew the you when it happened mm. and seeing the you now is like a completely changed person. Like you genuinely look like like that Jesus glow, you know? <laughs> and it's definitely, you know, when you heal, you mm. heal different. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, I am very proud of you. I'm very proud of you because I know that it's hard. I know what you went through is hard. I know, um, you know at times like in the church it hurts a lot you know but i am proud of you in the sense that i'm excited to see you know you go back and i'm excited to you know grab those (laughs) by the handle (laughs) and be like you know what i'm gonna not care And, and i think you mentioned something that you're like oh like everybody is watching me everybody's seeing me but look like my biggest thing is like if you what you truly know who you are. Mm. And who you are is a bad just <laughs> No, just kidding. I'm like Her. <laughs> I was like who you are is someone that's just like you like you're such a beautiful person, you know, and I think that if people don't see that, like you said, they're not for you. Mm. But I, I also think that you shouldn't care. You know, because in the sense of they're gonna talk bad. People are gonna talk bad. People are gonna mm. talk bad about me. People have talked bad about mm. me and then whatever. But it's like I don't care you know in the sense of my friend she's like oh you have this confidence that like you can go into the room and like not think about like anyone's thoughts and I'm like yeah because I know who I am and you know who you are like I honestly think I want to empower you to be able to be like no I can because at the end of the day the church is home yeah you know and like you feel like it's your home like even if people are the way that they are like I was. I would even say like just sit in the back and just be a normal human yeah, yeah, yeah. like and then leave after like you don't have to but as long as you're receiving and then mm-hmm. you'll work your way up going back to the front worshiping yeah. you'll work your way up back to serving you'll, right. you'll work your way up because God is redeeming you and like I feel like your fruit is going to speak for itself you yeah. know like people are going to see your heart they're going to be like oh wow like she has this attitude and you're like well actually like, I've done healing. And if yeah. people said, like, if people are talking about you and they're saying, like, oh, you did this, you did that, you're like, okay. But I've done my part right. to heal. And I've done my part and I've seen my change. Yeah. And it's not even like about what people think. And that's mm-hmm. like the people pleasing in us. It's like what you think of yourself. Right. Like, who, like, who does God, like, the whole finding yourself, like, what is, how does God see you? He sees mm-hmm. you as his daughter. He sees you as his princess. He sees that's you as one. like this person that's like, Full of purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's also why like I've always I don't know, God with me, he's always been like, see people the same, see people the same. And people are like, Well people hurt you, well, people do this, well people suck, and da 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 And God was like, No, see them the same. Yeah. And I've like had this thing where I've like always seen people the same. So like, you know, people come up and they say, Oh, this and this. I was like, No, like, okay, I get it, but like just right. a good person. Like yeah. it's not like not like you, I'm not gonna say it, but like I'm not like you did like some terrible thing, you know. Right. I like you know,
0: right?
1: You know, like you're you're a human, yeah. You which, know,
0: and <laughs> which I totally like you you to the T because you more than anyone know, like, and a lot of people watching this will know that like I cared a lot about image, like I was always like the girl with the best shoes and the best Sunday outfits and the best makeup. Your fits, your yeah. And now I don't care. I barely do my makeup now. I mean, I, like, I mean, your makeup
1: still slaps. Like, I was just like, I was like, do you have time to get ready?
0: And you're like yeah. Was like, yeah, put, put on concealer, <laughs> mascara, like, it's okay. I was like, wait, what? No lashes? <laughs> is crazy. Yeah, because back then I would be like, oh, my God, like, I need to be camera ready. And, and like, I wanted my outside to look so okay that nobody knew my inside was not okay. Mm. Wow. So you like project this like. Did <gasps> so you feel like you are putting on a mask? Yeah, for sure. 100%. One hundred percent. That's crazy. I like look back now and I'm like, dude, I was so good, so freaking good at like pretending I was good. And wow, before the church hurt, you know, yeah, I wasn't good. I wasn't okay. I was, I think, in the most unstable position that I had been with God in a really long time. Wow. And do you think like everything
1: was just a spiral effect? Yeah. Like a yeah, for sure. And then you had to hit rock bottom in order to get back mm. up yeah because i feel sure. like just like we were saying i literally see like it just like spiraling spiraling spiraling, spiraling and yeah. then you hit rock bottom and then you have
0: to like get up up, up yeah up, 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 it literally up, up, up. hit rock bottom and like was there for a while because you know you let emotions linger of course and get ice then, cream would
1: be like my life sucks yeah you know you just
0: gain like, 60 pounds yeah. and be like <laughs> like this only happens to me you become so selfish in yeah that, huh? mm-hmm. you're like oh my god only me and like my no. problem i did this yeah yes. what was me and like i wanted to run to social media so bad and like just start slandering people and, mm. like, ah, 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 and like did you know receipts? that about- yeah, yeah. Like, i was gonna add people wow yeah like i was gonna make it so bad and i thank god i thank god that no! Don't and do it. I have a personal Please. relationship with him where I could hear him audibly. And the one thing God told me, and it, I remember it made me so mad. He was just like, be quiet. Wow. And I was like, <laughs> huh? What do you mean? I was like, excuse me? The audacity, like, what just happened, <laughs> what they did to me. And God was like, yeah, be quiet. Let me defend you.
1: And man has I remember, God defended. I remember you were talking. Yeah. Are there moments that you've seen God
0: defend you? <gasps>
1: what? Yes, 100%.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, um, after being called everything that I was called in that meeting, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm never going to be nobody. Like, God's never going to look out for me again because, you know, I'm all these things. Like, I'm a disappointment to God. And mm-mm. it's what I told you. Like, I literally hit rock bottom and then God let it start raining. And I was like, oh, now I'm going to drown. Like, oh, my God. But little did I know God was filling up this well again so that I could just climb right back out the top. Cause mm. God is so beautiful. Like He is so romantic. Yes. And in that rain, I was scared. I was terrified. I was like, oh my God, I'm I'm gonna drown. Like this is it. Like mm. And little did I know that in that rain, in that water, he was cleansing me, making me new again. Like just truly loving on me again and taking me back to that first love. Mm. But um I it was it. It's been such a a beautiful process. But I've seen God because, for example, um, recently, I'm working on my master's right now. um, Let's go psych. Queen, (laughs) energy. And I was like, you know, for your master's, you no longer get financial aid. Like, you don't get help. This is on you, Oh, I remember you called me about this. Yeah, I'm like, this is on you. And the reason why I had called Abby, actually, that day was because... um, I had felt to bless Abby and like I it was so random like I was just like okay <laughs> like what cool <laughs> I was like okay cool god and so then um literally like I was like what two days later two three days later mm-hmm. um I get a call you know from my school and they're like hey like we got to start doing your schedule for the semester and I was like oh, okay cool like here's my availability with work and da-da-da-da. like let's let's see what works yeah. And then, you know, she starts giving me how much I'm going to pay for this month. And though I get a lot of help because I have a lot of Pell Grants and like scholarships. Yeah. Praise the Lord for those. We we love testimonies in itself. um, I still pay some out of pocket. So um, I was like, hey, like I owe some from last semester. And I'm like, so is there any way we could do a payment plan for this semester and just add it on? She was like, what do you mean? And I was like, yeah, like the stuff that I owe from last semester. And mind you, I had talked to my advisor like five days prior. And I knew that I had like $2,800 that I owed. And she was like, Daff, um, your balance is zero. And I was like, huh? What? And she was like, yeah. She's like, you don't owe anything. And I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, Sessie, I, I called you. You told me. I was like, Sessie, you told me that I owe 2,800 bucks. She's like, yeah, I remember. She's like, but no. She's like, look, um, I'll send you a screenshot of what I'm looking at. And in her screenshot, it literally was like, um a pill grant had came in like a random scholarship that's crazy and i was like what she's like yeah she's scholarship covered it she's like you're good okay god like what and there is such reward in obedience yes like wow wow you know because here i was thinking man like church became my routine like you know mondays we were at tab tuesdays we had institute wednesday house of peace thursday when we had thursday services friday i was always at youth couldn't miss youth saturdays you know we had like the baptisms or any webcast thing and then sundays i was there from 9 a.m to 6 p.m like it became such a routine to Mm -hmm. me that to the point where i literally was going through this thing where i was like oh my god if i don't go back to church i'm going it was such a crazy wow. thought. Like, I was like, I'm going to go to hell if I don't go to church. And that's so crazy. Wow. Like, that's how much of a routine this became to yeah. me. Yeah. Like, it, it becomes your whole life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I literally felt like that's it, purpose gone. And it was so bad. Wow. Like, wow. Like, so, so bad. And haven't been back, but it, it still. Going House of Peace and, you know, having my best friend Veronica with me the whole process. She literally has not let go of my hand this whole process. Mm-hmm. And just having her pray for me and advise me and just straight up girl talk with her. Like, just she lets me tell her, like, you know, I'm so mad because of this. And she'll be like, OK, OK, valid, but <laughs> um, <laughs> valid, <laughs> valid. But um, it, it, she it just has made me. I don't know, man, like I really thought that I would need church to be able to heal. And although you do, cause community is from God. Yeah. Yeah. Your Go own personal relationship with God is enough. Mm-hmm. Like I literally had to be like for okay. this season. Yeah. Like I was like, this has to be rooted in my relationship with God mm-hmm. because I've been able to become one with God without any eyes around me, without feeling like I need to be rushed to heal so that I can serve again. And so that I'm good. And like, I've been like, okay, you know what? Like, step back do your own thing too like you need to heal yourself so that's honestly one of the biggest reasons too why I've taken a step back mm-hmm. like I just wanted to do it on my terms mm-hmm. I didn't want to feel like anybody was telling me how I should be healing what I should be doing I really wanted to go with God and be like okay God what's our next step and although to some people it may feel like dang a whole year a whole year I'm the best version of me I've become. And I'm so glad that I did take the year because I I really do feel like I became who God has always wanted me to be. Yeah. Do I have a lot of work left? Mm. We all do. Yeah, babe. We have a long way to go. But I love this version of me. I I love who I've become. I love... That even through all of this, I never lost my heart for people. Mm. I still love on people. I love people. I still get DMs of people asking me, like, man, pray for me. Man, I'm going through this. And I'm like, man, like, here I was thinking I was robbed of all that. and
1: But no, you can still God use it so for purpose. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like you found
0: yourself in this process? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think that me being loud and out there and clothes have to be on point. Shoes have to be on point. Makeup has to be on point. It was just like a mask. Because generally, didn't know who I was or who I wanted to be. I just know that I wanted to be, I guess, known in mm-hmm. a way. Popularity was so important to me. I don't know why. Like, it was never important to me in the world, but in church, apparently, it was. And I'm really glad that, like, I got over that yeah. and got to know me for me, mm-hmm. not for what I wear, what I look like, how much I make, what's my title, what, how many disciples. Do I got? Like, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really, really glad Gosh, that bang. I got to meet me that's just beautiful. me for Daphne Just, and you took this year
1: to heal and to grow yeah. and then now you can really be like this is who she is Yeah, this is what she likes this is what she's majoring in this is what and then God is just blessing you so I do have one more question and I think we'll end with this because I think it's beautiful or if you want to add anything after this but what is something you would tell past Daphne mm. like advice that you would tell past her that was right out of the meeting right out of the situation he did like i'm gonna cry you know like what would you tell her
0: a year from now i think uh, honestly i would just hug her i would want to hug her so bad and like assure her that things were gonna be okay and they were gonna work out because walking out of there I did not see a light at the end I didn't like I was like dude this is it like and I would just want to like hug her and you know tell her that it was gonna be okay that we were gonna be okay we were gonna you know make it out and it was gonna be beautiful and obviously at that time you don't see it you don't You don't even want to believe it. Like, people are like, oh, it's just you're going through another process. It's okay. And, like, I just want to hold her, honestly. Like, I just want to hold her and let her know, like, you're going to be okay. God is not going to leave you. God is going to defend you, man. God is the best lawyer. God is the best lawyer because keeping my mouth quiet was the best thing I could have done. Like, everything just kind of played for itself. And I would tell her that we were going to grow from this, that believe it or not, this was going to be a testimony in itself. Like God was going to use us to heal people. And I think that's so beautiful. And one of the reasons why I am grateful for my church hurt is um, it makes me relatable to people now. Like I get it. I get it. And another thing I want to add, though, that I feel like is so important is when we say church hurt, I feel like that's such a, like, uh, the whole entire church, the whole entire building hurt you. And that's not what it is. Like, it's really people hurt. I wrote about this on one of my Instagram posts. You should go see it. Um, And I literally was like, you're not church hurt. You're people hurt. Because the building did nothing to you, God did nothing to you, Apostle did nothing to me. Like your people hurt, and I feel like that's so important to clarify because I feel like that's a lot of reasons why people are like terrified of coming to church, Mm -hmm. like or like coming back to church, or coming back. Like they're like, oh, it's gonna happen again after they like fell or things happen. Yeah, and man, let me assure you, like there are good leaders out there. There are people out there that genuinely care for God and they care for the people of God. Like we're learning, but people are still going to fail you. People are going to hurt you. Like if you go to church and you're like, "Well, I'm going to go to become the best disciple for so and so." You're going to get hurt, bro. Like you need to go for God and yeah. truly just God. Nobody else but God. Like you need to be Jesus freak. Like just <laughs> eyes on God, but yeah mm-hmm. i think that's what i would tell her <laughs> yeah and
1: anything you
0: would tell like
1: i don't want to say it, like not the people that hurt you but like no not that i want to ask what would you because <laughs> you'd be like oh, well i forgive you no i'm just kidding um what would you tell people that left the church and they don't know how to come back you know, based on your story, you're like, it's never going to like it's not going to get better, but then it has gone better. And now you have a set date of going back. What would you tell that person that doesn't have a date to come back or like they're struggling that they're like, man, should I go back? Is it even worth it?
0: Like, Send me a DM. <laughs> <laughs> Plug uh, her right now. <laughs> at Life with Daph. But um, honestly, I get it. It's a scary scary thought to come back to the place that hurt you the most um to the place that failed you the most. I I understand why it can be terrifying, but I want you to know that things are getting better. We're learning. Um God is is cleaning the church and making us new and and really taking us back to the foundation. I feel like we've kind of gotten lost in image and we've kind of gotten lost in numbers. And I feel like God is finally like, okay, this is not what it's about. It's about relationship. And I haven't been back, but I'm still a little involved. You know, my friends are still there. So I know that we're getting better and they assure me all the time, like that things are changing. And they are They are, though. They are changing. They are, and that's a great thing. It's a great, great, great thing. So please come back, come back for God and come back and do that. Like, if you need to sit in the back by yourself behind the curtains, mm-hmm. do it. If you need to sit, if you need to go, but you don't want to go by yourself, hit me up. I will go with you. We'll go together please, <laughs> and we'll sit together and, you know, we'll experience God together. You know, I love that. it's a process that I know it can feel really lonely, but please know that you're not alone. For me, for example, even though I knew a lot of people were going through church hurt, I didn't really know anybody's process. I just knew, oh, they left because they got offended. Like, that's always the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They left because they got offended. So I was like, what? And but not so,
1: actually healing yeah, out loud. Percentage. Yeah,
0: and like, I couldn't find anyone to be relatable with. Like, I was searching so bad for someone to talk about it with. And like, I didn't know a single person yeah. <laughs> that had gone through it. So feel that. know that I have gone through it. I am proud that I have gone through it, and you can always count on me. I counted on Abby a lot for this stuff too. Um, and I was just know, <laughs> just know that we are here for you. We love you. Know that we are becoming the leaders that we needed. Yeah, we're a learning, man. Like, and we're truly, genuinely trying to be as much like Jesus as possible to love on everybody. The broken, the, the unhealed, the hard to love, the the ugly, the the pretty, the everybody. I'm genuinely learning to love everybody because I don't ever want anyone to feel like they are not worthy enough to experience the love of God. Yeah. And that. that's so important. And like just, just know you're not alone. Come back. We love you guys so much. And take your time though don't let nobody rush you into anything take your time heal on your own but truly forgive forgiveness is not for them it is for you it's personal and it's beautiful and it hurts but it's it's something that the moment you speak it you see the shift like just of like okay you know Mm -hmm. And I think
1: just surrendering honestly like Mm -hmm. I think that's a big thing that when she was talking I felt that there were a lot of people that were hurt and you know whether it's by leadership or whether it's by people or you know or or even co-disciples or even things that like Daphne didn't talk about or I talked about I just want to tell you like. You know, the biggest thing that I would do is, like, number one, run to God Mm -hmm. and, like, fall flat on your face and be very real and very open with him, whether it's in your car, whether it's in your room, whether it's there. Number two, find someone that is very, that you can be accountable with, like, a leader that you trust or, like, a friend, a trusted friend that you can trust, like, her was like, Veronica or me, you know. Um, Number three, Make a decision to forgive whoever it is that hurt yeah. you because I think it, you're like she said, don't rush it. But when you get to that point where you say I forgive, I surrender, I let it go, you're going to feel such a difference. You're going to be like, wow, I did that and and like she said before it was like it was for her like you're healing for you because like that person is off doing God knows what God knows where they're not even thinking about you or me and they're they're not even thinking about you guys, kind of but it's like, yeah, they're, they're not okay. even, they're, they're, they're fine. But we're here like, oh my God, my mind, oh, what oh, was mm-hmm. me? You know, but like when you've actually forgive that person, you're legit getting that baggage off of you and you're getting mm-hmm. that hurt off of you because it's It's something that's weighing down on you, you know, and I felt like many of you guys are holding on weights or many of you guys are holding on things, you know, and I just feel like God is lifting those burdens off of you right now. You know, so I feel like I feel like God is healing. He's doing that forgive surrender and then, you know, whatever like Daph said, whenever you feel like you're ready to come back, you know, this house is your home Mm. like you can always come back home, you know, and open wide and like the house is open wide for you guys and you know there's mm-hmm. leaders here they're going to take care of you and people that are going to take care of you and like and honestly i think the also another thing is like be that world changer you know yeah, be that be wow. the, be the difference yeah. you know like it, i realized in myself that i was never that type of leader to like reprimand or blah, 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 blah. like yes of course like you have to correct and you have to do this stuff mm-hmm. but i was never the person to like intimidate or whatever it was just I was more loving hence why like everybody was like come my children you know and it was just beautiful you know and I once I realized my identity in that leadership that I was like oh I lead different I lead Mm -hmm. like this or like even my mentor now they're like oh how's your mental health and I was like whoa (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) you care about that stuff I'm like that's brand new information (laughs) (laughs) ma'am sir but yeah um I recommend that so we're here to encourage you guys Mm -hmm. that if you took anything out of this podcast
0: take that yeah and another thing that I feel like is so big and important is remember that God doesn't only manifest in our church Mm -hmm. God manifests in other churches too you know that God is everywhere and if you feel like your season is over here that's okay like, we're not in gangs. We could still be friends, you know? Like, we could still, you yeah. know, hang out. Like, Abby left us and look at us. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. I was like, okay, okay I'm, I'm next. <laughs> oh my God. We're like, I'll be like, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> like to, this is my announcement video. Hey, guys. <laughs> but um, yeah, like, if you truly feel like, you know what, man, my season is over and I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm moving on and I'm growing somewhere else. Make the decision that's right for you. You know, you know what works for you. You know, because of your relationship, God, you know, if you pray and that's that's my first advice, you need to pray first. Mm -hmm. And God tells you, yo, you know what, Daphne, move, move. Then by all means, move. If there's one thing I've also learned through. Or even if God says stay. Yeah. Even if God says stay, stay, stay. Trust it. I'm 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 with you on this one trust (laughs) it know that God has to have a plan God is not a man that he shall lie there's a reason behind it if God opens the door for you you best believe God is gonna make something happen like it has to so just you know pray about it I'm so big on that like you don't need a thousand confirmations from like everybody else like no pray about it and if you have like one person that you trust with all your heart and be like hey like this is what i'm feeling can you help me pray and if they feel the same thing then by all means but if god tells you something and your season is over somewhere that's okay that's okay honestly
1: i think that that that's such good advice because literally it's like if god says to do it you know obviously make a plan and stuff but God told Abby to move to California and I was
0: like, no, he didn't. (laughs) (laughs) That, no? (laughs) But who am I, you know? Like, who am I to sit there and be like, well, Abby, I heard God say no, you know? (laughs) She would have looked at me and been like, "Mm, that's tough. But God told me yes. I was
1: like, God said yes like months (laughs) ago. And then then once I told her the process and you guys know the process too, she was like, yeah, makes
0: sense. Yeah, it, it definitely makes sense. But yeah, man, like process is hard and it's ugly and it's painful but the outcome is beautiful it's so beautiful like you know like when you break dirt mm-hmm. to plant something dirt starts to look ugly mm-hmm. like you have to break dirt. you gotta you know put water and water it every day and it's such a pain like oh and what about if it gets hot i still gotta go outside to water my plant yes so it's it's painful but it's beautiful and worth it. And honestly, man, like, I, I really wouldn't change a thing about my walk with God. From breakups to other things I've gone to this to, like, nothing. Like, it, yeah. it's it's something I'm proud of, believe yeah. it or not. And you came out stronger because of that. Yeah, so much stronger. And honestly, so much wiser. And in a way, which I always, I look back and I'm like, that's so crazy. It made me more loving. Wow. It made me so much more... Empathetic, and, and I just like always want to hug people and like love on people because I'm like, oh, you never know, you never know what people are going through. Yeah, and it really softens your heart. Yeah, it definitely soft. Like mm-hmm. to the point where I had a really big reality check and was like, what about if I'm doing this to people? And like, I went back to a bunch of people and was like, I'm so sorry, and like to the point, like even you. You remember i sent you a message yeah and you were like you've never made me feel like that yeah i <laughs> was like i was like you never
1: made me feel like that i love you like don't worry and she's like i'm I sorry it. i like,
0: was like i literally went on a rat and was aww. like asking a bunch of people to forgive me that. you know because i was like sometimes i'm the problem
1: but that shows that you're releasing the work yeah Joseph, you're doing the
0: part of work
1: you know but i'm proud of you Thank you know you. god is doing something you know and i'm excited for your next journey of me what too. god has for you in the process <laughs> <laughs> um i think <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. um dms are open so
0: where can they find you you can find me at at life with daf underscore t- I think I have an underscored. If not, it'll be right. Yeah, here. I'll literally <laughs> put it
1: right there. On Instagram, you can follow her on Instagram. DM her, DM, DM me, DM us at Finding Yourself Podcast at Finding Yourself underscore Podcast and Appster Seven, two R seven. I almost <laughs> forgot. And guys, thank you so much for a <laughs> thousand subscribers. Oh my god! Like, yes, congratulations! Hit thousand. I am shocked. I can't believe it. Like, she is that girl. I keep saying it, that I was like, I can't. It's only going up from here. That people actually just want to sit with us and like listen to us. Like mm-hmm. people tell me they're like, I listen to you guys when I do my homework. The I one listen with to Maddie you guys was when my favorite. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I've watched the one with Maddie. I've watched I watched it when you guys released it while I was doing my makeup and like it didn't work out because I was crying. I was Oi. like, She's so right. Like, yeah. She's so right. You guys spoke so much truth into that. That's wow. awesome. I'm so proud of you Of
1: course. Thank you. <laughs> I love this. I love this because God put it in my heart to start this podcast and he told me a year ago, but I didn't have my voice. You know, I was like very insecure about myself I wasn't really confident and then now like 2 years later god was like started again started again started again started again, started again you know and I want to give, like, this platform, obviously, like, for people to talk about things that, they, like, people don't talk about, but also, like, give myself a voice again. And I think it's just yeah. so beautiful. So I'm glad that you reached out to me and that we were able to record this yeah. so right before I head to the airport. Right but, before the airport. That girl's the trooper. <laughs> Everything will work out. But honestly, I'm excited because I needed this, and I'll do another episode about my Miami trip, but I definitely needed this trip to kind of mm-hmm. just bring refresh, me back refresh yeah. and just go off and be like ready to start this new season of Amen. you know where I'm going now and I think it's gonna be a beautiful thing and we're always on a journey to finding ourselves you know it's like a journey that doesn't yeah. end finding yourself does not end. yeah girl we'll probably be back a year from now and be like look at where look at we're us. at like look, look at, at where we're at and I'm excited for that I'm excited mm. to see the journey I'm excited Maybe a year
0: from now I'll be with you in LA <gasps> you'm like period <laughs> okay people are like cringe they're like cringe. clicking off now
1: <laughs> <laughs> like off. you're like this uh, you're done no please subscribe no, please don't. subscribe rate the podcast give it five stars on Spotify Apple Podcasts, etc., And like and subscribe on YouTube. Comment down below your favorite part or something that Daphne said or something that I said that you're like, wow, that's amazing. Or even comment down below your stories of like things that you guys have gone through and we can pray for each other in the comments. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so we love you guys. My DM is always open. Yes.
0: um, Always. It's always open. Don't worry about it. Anytime you need me, I am
1: there. She will be there. <laughs> she will be. She's fast. <laughs> Well, we love you guys. and We'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> was that good? That was great.